We are inclusive faith community. No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter where you are today, you are welcome. I'm Megan Coco, a member of the Bethany community, and I'm glad you've chosen to worship with us today. Normally, right now, we greet one another. So take a minute and do that in the comments. Say hello, good morning, peace be with you. Tell us where your worship theme from and who you're worshiping with. Let us greet one another. We are dispersed in all of our homes across the city, the region, and in some places the country. And yet, in Christ, we're one. So we're going to begin by centering our hearts as one. Let's take a deep breath together. The breath we breathe is a gift from God. The breath of creation that connects every being in creation. Take another breath. Then I invite you to place your hand on your heart. This is love beating within you. A companion and a constant of Christ, every person alive is linked by a beating heart. As you breathe and connect with your heart center, hear this. You are a child of God, holy and beloved. Nothing, nothing, nothing can take away that identity from you. You are a child of God, holy and beloved. This is the heart of the matter.
today because Cole's Briscoe family is here, and we're going to figure out how to bring them all up. Sort of, yeah, socially distanced, maybe over here where Aaron was singing. Y'all can all sort of cluster together in the frame. Yeah, just bend down maybe a little bit. <laughs> and y'all say hi. The Tosos are getting ready, yeah. The Tosos are getting ready to move to Oregon. They have been here how many years? 14 years. 14 <laughs> years as part of the Bethany community since before Sora was born. And we have watched these kids grow up here and we're going to miss them a lot. Megan's keeping her office here in Tacoma. She will be back regularly, so do not fear if you work with her, she'll be here. Um, let's all say hello and say good night. All the virtual hugs and blessings <laughs> as well as out into this next week in prayer with us. Our text for today. Our text for today is Acts chapter one, verses one through eleven. And the children's Bible tells it as well as any adult Bible I've found. So we're going to read it from here this morning uh, together with children and adults. It's Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. And the story actually starts on Easter. Do you remember Easter? It was a long time ago, wasn't it? What happened on Easter at your house? Maybe the Easter Bunny came? Maybe you got to have an Easter egg hunt at your house. Maybe you dyed eggs. Maybe you worshipped with us and sang some Easter songs. It was a long time ago, though, wasn't it? Seven full weeks ago. Easter isn't just a day, actually. It's a whole season, and this is the last week of Easter. And we tell a special story this week. This is the story we tell. 
Jesus gave us his friends and spoke to them about all the things that had happened. He reminded them of the old stories that the prophets told, where they promised that God would send his son to help God's dream come true. Jesus said, tell everyone, everyone, that God loves them. And that those who believe in the good news of God's dream should be baptized. And in a few days, you, my friends, will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. He then stretched out his hand and blessed them, saying, I will be with you always to the end of time. That means we never need to be afraid, because Jesus is always with us. And then, a cloud came from heaven, and Jesus went up in it and disappeared. The disciples stared up into the sky, looking for him. Two men in white robes appeared. Why are you looking up into heaven, they said. Jesus is not far away. He will always be close to you, even though you can't see him. And one day he will return in the same way he left you. And the disciples went home singing praises to God. Will you pray with me this good afternoon? Dear God, help me to know that Jesus is near. Amen. This morning, we are worshiping virtually with Urban Grace. Our pastor of Urban Grace, Jenny Robinson, is taking the week off, and we're doing a pulpit swap. So this sermon is being shared here and also with the community of Urban Grace. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll switch, and y'all will get to hear from Ben, which will be a real treat. Today is Ascension Sunday, the Feast of the Ascension. And the story is that Jesus had been around for 40 days. And then on this day, he kind of summarized what he'd been talking about all that time and promised the Holy Spirit and then ascended bodily into heaven. At which point the disciples stood gawking, staring up into the sky. And then two angels appeared and said, why are you staring at the sky? Um, because that's where Jesus just lives, and it's real. Of all the unbelievable things in this story, this is the one that catches me most off guard. Why on earth would they ask such a dumb question? Of course the disciples are staring up in the sky. Something exceedingly strange has just happened. This is an exceedingly strange story. The story is that not only did Jesus rise from the dead in bodily form, but that he then went around for 40 days eating and talking and with them some fishing advice 
and then let it leak from this earth out past the clouds. Where did he go? Did he take off like a rocket ship? Is he still heading out there to the farther reaches of the Nunavites like the Hubble telescope? What on earth is this story about? Is it even true? That's the question, isn't it? Is it true? That question has been a hang-up for Western Christianity for more than 200 years. Is this story true? Not this particular one, but all sorts of stories like this. Are they true? Are they false? And where you stand on that question identifies what kind of Christian you are. Genesis says the world was created in seven days, three to four thousand years ago. Do you believe it? Yes or no? Jesus was born of a virgin. Do you believe it? Yes or no? And this is how we divide ourselves up. This has been the fight we have been engaged in for 200 years. And I don't think it's helped anybody. I think it's entirely misled the point. Just as much as the disciples missed the point gazing off into heaven. It's understandable, of course. It is understandable why the disciples were staring at the clouds. Some of the Christian story is strange beyond belief, and they were trying to make it fit into their category, trying to make it make sense. Where did he go? Is he coming back? When and how and from where? But their call was not to summon Jesus back to open their eyes and begin to see Jesus all around them. It's like finding Sam looking up to heaven. Hasn't Jesus told you when he walks with you each step of the way? Their question that left them gawking are understandable. But they missed the point. Our questions are understandable. Did this happen? Like it says. Is it true? Is it false? And if it did or it didn't, what does that mean for us? They're understandable questions. But like the disciples' questions, they missed the point. Arguing about empirical reality and science versus religion and fact versus fiction is just another way of gawking up to heaven, arguing about esoteric metaphysical possibilities. Jesus wants to take our chins and pull them down and say, look where you're sitting. You can't. Here's your brother who's sick. Here are your neighbors. Love them. Why do you stand looking up to heaven? Jesus is here, among you and within you. What would happen if we let go of our desire to make it all add up somehow? A 
and instead sought her spirit as she moved among us here and now. The rest of the book of Acts is the story of what happened as the disciples turned their eyes from heaven back to earth and were clothed with the Holy Spirit and went about the business of sharing Jesus' boundary-breaking love to the very ends of the earth. It is an amazing story. Here's what I think happened that day as it started to happen. I think their understanding of Jesus began to mature. And rather than confining him to one reality, they discovered he was there every single day in their everyday walking around ordinary lives. That there was nowhere they could go that was not in his presence. Their understanding of Jesus began to mature. Why are you looking up to heaven? Jesus is everywhere. Christ plays in 10,000 places. The world is shimmering with God's presence. They were anxious and grieving we are anxious and grieving. And there are different reasons. But the anxiety and the grief are analogous. And in their anxiety and their grief, the angel said, do not focus on some far off future you cannot control. Root down in this present moment. Right Because it is the only moment we have, and it is the only moment in which we can encounter our God. The one we have here, this instant. So this week, don't focus on some far-off fantasy, or some future we can't predict or control anyway. Look to Christ here, not off in some heaven far away, but here. As you run or walk or bike, look for the world aflame with God's presence. As you wear your mask as a form of loving your neighbor, know that you are Christ's hands and feet. As you connect with others near and far, let your life be shaped by love and know this. Christ is with us, no matter what.
found us online in these last uh, 11 weeks, and you've been worshiping with us, I would love to get to know you. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. If you'd like to email me, my email address is pastor.wiles at gmail.com. And you can, uh, I'd love to meet you that way and talk with you by phone and get to know each other a bit and hear some of your story and share some of mine. You can also message me on Facebook. I'll see and respond to all of those. There is a lot to love about this community. I have been in love with it for the last 10 years since I first came here long ago. This community has made what it is through your generosity. Your generosity allows us to continue paying our employees through this crisis. Your generosity enabled us to gather 30 bags of supplies from the Pivot House over the last two weeks and $700 that will go directly to helping the neediest members of our community. Your generosity has enabled us to give donations far beyond the walls of your church, throughout the city, to the Tacoma Rescue Mission, to Church Food Bank, to St. Leo's Food Connection, and throughout this city. If you would like to give to Bethany, you can do that at bethanytacoma.org slash give. You can send us a check in the mail. That works. We are a community formed by generosity and by gratitude and by prayer. We pray with and for one another each week. We pray for our joys and our sorrows. Lord, give us life. Don't break our hearts. And I invite you to share those things in the comments. What's bringing you hope this week? tugging at your heartstrings. And we'll share those things in the comments and pray for one another as well.
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, go back into your everyday, ordinary, walking around lives. May you go, may you trust that Christ is not in some heaven far away, but is here among us. Why would we stand blasting up a sky when Jesus walks with us each day of our lives? So go. May you go, may you go with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the unending love of God, and the power of the Holy Spirit, this day, and unto your life.